Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage technology advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our moms tell people when the iPhone 14 is exactly the same as the iPhone 13, except for, I guess they give it a slightly better chip upgrade with the A15 chip from the iPhone 13 Pro. So what the heck is up with that? I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. So, you know what? Let's just get right out the gates here. Let me adjust my chair into optimal positioning here. Okay. What? What in the world is going on with the iPhone 14? The most recent and the most interesting news, I don't know if you saw this, Noah, was that apparently the double bubble, like, notch replacement is not going to be two separate bubbles. Did you see that? I heard it was going to be separate with a system setting to sort of fill in the gap. That's what I heard, the latest. Yeah. So, like, it's physically separate, but it won't appear separate right because it'll have like it'll, it'll they'll black out the screen in that area mm-hmm. and honestly i'm not gonna lie i kind of like it yeah i think it's i i think it i think it works the, the thing that sold me on it was the other rumor that the uh microphone and uh the microphone and uh camera indicators those little green and and orange dots we're gonna live in that little space uh that gets filled in by the software that really sold me on it because that makes a lot that makes a lot of sense to me yeah no that i i definitely agree with you there um i think when you when you really think about it this makes the most sense because the whole you know have that one long pill and then a circle that just seemed weird when we saw those those rumors. I was like, okay, I get that Apple might want to not have a notch, but this doesn't look very clean. And so it just, I don't know, it just didn't really seem right. But then when this came out just a couple of days ago, all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay. All right, I see that now. That makes sense. And like you said, Noah, when you look at, uh, this this version here, which shows the camera and microphone icons being lit up inside the camera housing, now we're start. Now I'm really starting to see it because that honestly makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes. I think if you look at it, you know, when it's separate, the 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 bubble, or I guess the pill and the circle, or whatever. I don't think it looks bad necessarily, but it is definitely unbalanced. Like the symmetry of the phone, it no longer goes uh, straight down the middle, whereas the notch before, you know, half the notch on each side, now it's not quite balanced. I don't mind it as much, but when it's one solid thing, it definitely is more, it looks more like the next uh, iteration of the notch, I guess, uh, rather than, you know, some new uh, design. I think it just, it just makes more sense in, in like, you know, the, the way that the notch has been progressing. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Uh, it. The other thing that's progressing, as far as 
things that get bigger, uh, which this notch kind of is in a way, because it's, I think, more prominent to have it look like this than to have it be the traditional notch that we're used to. But the other thing that's getting more prominent is the freaking camera bump, which is gigundo. And I don't even know what to think anymore. I mean, how, what, where do you go from this, right? At what point does Apple have to turn around and say, guess what? Now we've just decided that camera bumps are out of style. We don't want them anymore. When does that happen? Yeah, I, I am not a huge fan of the camera bumps. I think it would be really cool if they were flush in the phone. Like, uh, you know, in that we had that mock-up of, what was that? That was the iPhone 14, right? That was supposed to look like the iPhone 4 and all the cameras were flush. I think that's just nice. Like it sits flat on the on the surface. And when the camera bump sticks out, the rims or whatever they're called, the sides of the cameras can get scratched up, which is not great. But I guess if they brought it into the phone, it would probably take up some space where the battery is and it would result in worse battery life. So I guess that's probably the reason, but uh, but I don't know. That's true. That would make sense. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I think it's just that these the lenses and sensors are getting so huge that there's not really any anywhere else to put them. Now, if I'm going to be honest with you, Noah, I don't really care about the thickness of the phone. If Apple makes a phone thicker from the year to year, my first thought is, oh boy, more battery. So, not not an issue. However, we're uh, it's getting pretty thick here. I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm a big phone boy. I'm a certifiable big, big boy here. I always get the big one. Ever since the iPhone 6 Plus, I got 6 Plus, 6S Plus, 7 Plus, 10S Max, 12 Pro Max, 13 Pro Max. I always get the biggest boy. Now, this year, theoretically, we should be getting a bigger boy just because we're shrinking the bezels and... I think it'll end up being a little bigger because they're adjusting the curvature of the corners of the phone. However, if this thing gets any thicker or heavier, then I'm not even sure it's a phone anymore. It's a tombstone at that point. So there's got to be a line in the sand eventually. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan personally of the uh, <clears throat> like the standard size, I guess you could say. I had the 6 Plus and the 6S Plus when they came out. But then after I uh, got the iPhone 10, I just went with the iPhone 10 size. So I had the 10, I had the 12 Pro, and I currently have the 13 yeah. Pro. And I I like that size, but I definitely agree. Like here, you know, here's the phone. The camera bump is already, you know, a fairly thick protrusion. If the entire phone were as thick as the camera bump in order to bring the camera bump flush with the phone, that would be a lot. It would be heavy, like That's you said. A lot. And it would be really thick. So, I, yeah, I don't. I agree. I think the sensors are are just too big. Unless they can move some of the components around or do something. Maybe when they get rid of the lightning port, eventually they'll have a little more room in the device. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's probably the only way. That's probably the only way that this ends up. Now, there was another theory that we've had which is essentially when you look at that leak the the iphone 4 throwback design leak um there's a couple of things that that was based on that i happen to know firsthand 
because I've seen them. And the the camera itself is not defined in that information. So what I would interpret that to mean is that the cameras are not in fact flush with the phone. Uh, that was how they rendered it, but that was not because it was pictured. So I think that the the back glass is flush but the cameras still stick out like they do now like you know how we kind of have this double layer thing where you have the back which is matte and then it raises up to the the glossy uh little square and then the lenses stick up out of that Mm -hmm. my interpretation of that new design was essentially you take the existing form factor and rather than make it the full thickness of the camera bump, you make it the full thickness of the glass before the lenses. So that's an extra, like, eyeballing that, maybe one and a half to two millimeters of thickness. And I think that's a little bit more palatable. I think I could probably do that if everything else stayed the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not too bad, honestly. And I think maybe they could get a little extra battery life with the extra space maybe you know they're they're not going to i don't know but that 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 wouldn't be too bad i think that little bump you know to make it that much thicker would be uh would be okay now noah the big question the most important one for all of us here because we're all dying to know are you going to be upgrading this year if i had to decide right now i would say probably not uh i know i know I'll t- the reason the reason why is because my current phone which is the 13 pro is mm-hmm. uh was uh purchased by my employer and mm. they have a two-year first of all they have a two-year refresh policy on iphones and second of all this was an exception uh like the getting a 13 pro versus i think the iphone 12 was the standard one so this was an exception mm. in the first place so they're not going to be be paying for it so it will really be up to me if i want to buy it for myself or not and mm. based on you know the rumors i'm not too sure but depending on what we see you know maybe maybe apple will convince me i don't know i do like having the newest gadgets so i do have one angle that could potentially work to your advantage here what's that you have two work iphones don't you for work i have an iphone and a pixel and you need those because you need to be able to develop for the different screen layouts correct that was the justification when i got this phone but uh i'm not on that team anymore i know that the 14 screen is going to be a little bit taller i don't think i can make that justification anymore though so that that won't work anymore i i used to be on a team that was building a mobile app and that was how i was able to justify this phone but now i'm on a team that does more like web-based stuff and uh and it's just not i don't think i'll be able to make that justification this time but i appreciate the Uh, thinking so so it basically comes down to you personally forking over the cash uh yeah pretty much yeah now the question is will they let you trade in your 13 pro or does that go back to them no that that's their property i have the the 12 pro which i had before i gave to my mom the 13 pro will go back to my employer uh, if i i see end up getting this one 
Well, you've got plenty of disposable income. Your expenses are like $4 a month, so you should just do it. I am not going to say no. If Apple okay. can convince me, I will say I like to have you know the newest gadgets. If it's something uh, that I know, like a phone that I use every day, I like to have you know the, exactly. a nice one and a new one. So I'm not saying no, but I am saying mm. uh, that it will have to be up. To, they'll have to convince me versus me just convincing my employer. I guess that's true. That's fair. So here's an open question for you and for everyone watching. Which is with, you know, the the annual cycle of, oh boy, there's a new phone coming out, and we're either really excited about some feature or really mad about some feature or lack of features, and we're all in like this, this tizzy of debate, shall we say? And my question to all of you is, what would it take for you to upgrade? Are you are you upgrading just because you need the latest and greatest and it doesn't matter what the features are? Are you upgrading because uh, you really hate the notch and you think this new pill design is going to be better? Are you upgrading because your employer says, hey, here you go, do it? Is your phone really old? Like, what, what reason would you have for upgrading? And are you going to this cycle? Yeah, that's a great question. Maybe some people in the chat can uh, can chime in as well. I don't know. It's really hard, uh, you know, having a 13. And that's always an interesting discussion every year is like, if you have the, the, the last year's phone, is it worth upgrading? Usually it's not, right? You know, maybe you can, you can say like, oh, these new features are kind of nice. But usually, you know, year to year, it's not really worth it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the pill cutout is, it looks different. It looks, you know, distinct. Uh, but I don't know if that's enough uh, on its own. My battery life is still pretty fine. Uh, not too much like astrophotography uh, and the was maybe a, a rumor or the satellite connectivity is maybe a rumor. Not sure if those are good enough. So honestly, if I were to do it, it would probably just be about having the latest and greatest. It wouldn't necessarily be, you know, a certain feature. What about the always on display that we've heard rumored about? Mm, that is that would be cool that would definitely be one of the cooler features and we should definitely talk about that as well but absolutely that would i don't know if that would be enough to convince me on its own or, or if it okay, would be as compelling fair. as just having you know the latest and greatest but that would be a really nice feature and if i didn't get this phone i would look forward to it in in the next phone that i did get yeah, I mean, I think I, I probably agree with you. Uh, there is rarely a single feature that prompts me to upgrade. Uh, typically, when there's a new iPhone, uh, especially in the last like couple of years, Apple has gotten pretty granular with their updates. Uh, it, it's no longer the early days of the iPhone. Like, I remember when the iPhone 5 came out, and you know, that just set the internet on fire. That was an unbelievably beautiful phone. And it just, it was totally different. Um, although, I guess we'll come back to that, but I feel like uh, maybe things weren't that much different in the old days. But, that being said, usually it's not a single feature that gets me to upgrade. It's a couple of things that sound pretty good compounded with the fact that the resale value of iPhones is good enough that it doesn't take that much extra 
to upgrade. So, for example, I had the 12 Pro Max, 13 Pro Max comes out, screen size, identical, shape, it's the same, battery life, maybe better, but I was happy with my 12 Pro Max, so I was like, okay, a little bit of bonus, not really a big deal. Uh, nothing particular that was like, you know, game-changing, but when you say, okay, ProMotion is nice, I like the new color, the new camera system is nice, I use that for YouTube pretty frequently, uh, you know, you start adding those things up, and all of a sudden I was like, okay, I could, I could upgrade to this, especially because I was able to sell my 12 Pro Max for like $850, so it only cost like 150 bucks, maybe 200 after, you know, 250 after taxes or whatever. It only cost less than $300 to do that upgrade. So at the end of the day, might as well do it, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, obviously, I'm not in that position this year. Um, but eventually, you know, if yeah. I get back onto buying my own phones, uh, which may happen, you know, then that would be, yeah, if you have one to trade in and the trade in value is great, uh, like you said, so you could you could keep upgrading and uh, and not pay even that much for the upgrade. So that might be you know a couple hundred bucks a year to get the latest and greatest. And there's some good stuff in there, but you know that's an easier pill to swallow than you know a thousand dollars or eleven hundred or however much it's going to be. That that is true. Now I guess we should probably go back and talk about the uh, the always on display because I'm seeing a lot of interesting comments about it. And I think this one is honestly pretty, pretty apt. They say, I sort of feel like always on is just pointless, especially if you have an Apple watch. And I, I mean, honestly, that's a fair point. I don't think it's something that would really change how I use the phone apart from like right now I have my phone just on my desk face up and it's just a little black rectangle. So, theoretically, I would see, I mean, given uh, the rumors that we've seen, it would basically do a, uh, a dark mode Luma mask of your wallpaper. So, the brightest parts of your wallpaper would be shown in like a dark, shadowy, low contrast way. And then you'd see the time and maybe, maybe it would show like an icon if you have a notification or something that could be one thing to have and like I, that could be nice you know I'd see my wallpaper I'd be like wow that looks cool I know what time it is nice but like most of the time I'm either using the phone or it's in my pocket and if it's in my pocket obviously it'll use the ambient light sensor and the proximity sensor to say okay we don't need to have the screen on right now so it won't be on then and it wouldn't need to so I don't know, what, what utility would there really be for an always-on display? Well, I'll tell you two things that, that came to my head. The first is, uh, I'm not sure if this was a rumor or if I'm just uh, like imagining this, but I think that the, uh, that the complications that show up on the lock screen or the widgets or whatever Apple's calling them could potentially also be visible uh, in the always-on mode, like how it works on the Apple Watch. And in fact, the Apple Watch complications and the lock screen complications work off of the same uh, API, the same like underlying framework is the, it's the exact same across both platforms. So they work in the same way. Not that that's any like reason to believe that the iPhone is going to have an always on display, but just that those, they work in the exact same way 
when you build them, you know, when you code them. So there's no reason why you couldn't show them on the always on display as well. So I think that could potentially, if there's like, you know, a little thing for the weather or, uh, you know, whatever other complications, activity rings, whatever, uh, it would be a lot like the Apple watch, you know, like some of those comments said, but it would at least be more than just your wallpaper and the time. But the other thing that came to my mind is, uh, I do a lot of biking and I have a phone mount on my bike. So I put my phone in the phone mount and occasionally, or I should say sometimes, I have, you know, maps open if I don't know exactly where I'm going. But pretty often I know where I'm going when I bike. So maybe it could be kind of nice to be able to have the screen off, which I usually have it off, but to just know the time and maybe a couple of, maybe I could make a, a different lock screen for when I'm biking with uh, some pertinent information in the complications. And maybe that would be nice. Maybe it wouldn't make a difference, but just one potential, uh, you know, real world use case, maybe. Another potential use case, now that you mentioned maps, I feel like there could be an interesting case to be made for, like, okay, imagine this. You know how when you navigate somewhere, it keeps the screen on and it shows you that full display? Mm-hmm. What if it? What if you could have, like, a little minimal screen off mapping where it just showed you, like, very low brightness, low contrast, uh, just just the, like the line of where you are where you're going and like the little widget at the top that says like 0.3 mile turn left i personally would love that because uh and google maps has has something called i think it's called like light navigation where instead of showing the full map and constantly updating the gps which drains your battery it just it, it shows you like it like the overview and so you know you know which turns you have to make, but it doesn't show you exactly yeah. where you are on the map because you usually don't need that. And so if that exactly. could be extended. The one thing I will say is that when you have the Maps app open on your Apple Watch and it's an always on mode, it doesn't show you the directions. It just says like dash dash because I guess it doesn't update quick enough to be accurate. But if Apple could fix that or, or, or change it for the iPhone... It would be really nice to have like a light navigation mode or to just glance at the phone and see, oh, my turn, you know, in a, in a mile, I'm going to make a right turn, uh, you know, but I don't need to know exactly where I am on the map. Like I know I'm going on the road. It's fine. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Because I mean, like sometimes whenever I drive home, uh, I will I will mostly know where to go when I recognize it, but might not remember like how far away it is. So if it would just say like in five miles, your exit's coming up mm -hmm. or like sometimes I just like to know what my ETA is. Like you can do that on Apple Maps, you can do ETA only. So if there was some sort of like a light navigation that you could see with the screen off, so it's not bright, it's not draining your battery, it's not using all that GPS data. That yeah, would that actually be really, really, really nice. I would, I would use that all the time. Yeah, I would too. Someone here said basically the wallpaper is the map. So yeah, it would kind of just be like that. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people just put their iPhone on like one of those vent mounts and use that for everything. Audio, navigation, everything. And I think that would probably... It seems like it would be relatively simple to implement, but I think very useful. Oh no. With that, with the falling of the wall panel, 
let's change topics here we've talked about the iphone 14 obviously we're all excited to see what apple comes up with i do want to talk to you noah about the apple watch because we both have 44 millimeter series 5 apple watches and i think we are both pretty much locked in for an upgrade this year yeah i'm almost certainly going to and so i'm very excited uh about the new apple watch for that reason yeah I'm not sure there's going to be that many crazy new features compared to the Series 7, but, I mean, honestly, for me, just going to the slightly larger display, uh, I think, is a good upgrade. Uh, I'm being told that the watch bands will not be any different. I'm told that uh, not only the technical fitment in terms of like do they actually go in but also like the case fitment in terms of like the how, how they sit flush uh, i'm told that that will be the same including and this is a big one on the rumored apple watch pro or the apple watch explorer the premium whatever that high-end one that we're supposedly getting this year which apparently has a flat display whatever that means so that was interesting to me because um, it's it's the Apple Watch Pro, which is rumored to be like close to $1,000. And they say it's going to have a flat screen. But I'm hearing from sources that it will not use different Apple Watch bands. So what's up with that? Yeah, that'll be interesting to to see how the the case adapts for that or works with that. But uh Yeah. I will say one one thing that I will give Apple credit for is I don't think I think all Apple Watch bands have always been compatible with all Apple Watches, right? I don't think they ever changed. Even from series three to four, I think it was still compatible. Uh, right? I don't know about I'm pretty sure series three to four they're compatible, but they, they don't fit flush. Really? I'm pretty sure. We'll okay. get chat to fact check that. Well, I won't give them, but I won't give either them way, too much credit. But, but I will say, uh, you know, that, that, that at least for a couple of years, they last. And, you know, personally, I have, I've bought a bunch of uh, uh, Apple Watch bands off of Amazon for, you know, pretty mm. cheap. And they're still good. And, uh, and then I don't worry as much about, like, I'll toss them in the washing machine uh, and you know, if, and they, they're, they're fine. Yeah. But <laughs> even if something happened, I'd be like, ah, whatever. Um, but, uh, but you know, for people that buy the watch bands from Apple, they're pretty expensive. And so for Apple to maintain compatibility, someone is saying that all the watch bands are compatible. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, someone else will. will okay. I, as well. Let me clarify. They fit. Okay. But they okay. don't like sit flush because the case is a slightly different size and shape i'm pretty sure like if you actually look at a series 3 versus a series 4 apple watch the rounding of the corners is not the same I so see. the bands physically fit but they don't like there's there's like extra s stuff on the series 4 I i'm see. pretty sure well, okay, I'll at least give them credit that it, that it still fits, even if it's not perfect, you know, I'll give them yes. some credit for that. And, you know, it would be nice if this new Apple Watch 
uh, will also continue to support it. And maybe it sounds like the the regular one will, and now even the, the, the pro one will, maybe there is a question of whether it would or not, and now it sounds like it will. So I don't know, but I'll, I'll give mm-hmm. them some credit for that. Um, but at the same time, I guess if there's going to be a different design, that would at least be an excuse for them to change something. Whereas if they came out with a new generation and said, oh, you know, the old bands aren't compatible, but there was no discernible reason for why, then that would obviously, you know, not be a good thing. Yeah, that's an interesting... Uh, and, and I guess it comes down... So, I I personally don't see Apple making the higher-end one use its own watch bands because it's already going to be tough to get people to spend that much money. And... Look, I mean, it's honestly pretty nice that from Series 4 on, you could just, you know, you could have that one watch band. I've got the Milanese Loop. That's an expensive, that's like $150 or something crazy. So Apple knew that, like, there's only so far they can realistically push people before they're like, all right, guess what? Now your watch band that you spent $150 on is outdated. Like, People are going to be like, no, screw you. So I think it would be weird if Apple were to make the high-end already $800 watch also use a different band. But given what we now know, Noah, that you could continue to use your existing bands with this new Series 8 Pro, we'll call it that as a placeholder. Mm-hmm. Are you buying a regular Series 8? Same, you know, 429, whatever we paid for our, you know, larger size Apple Watch. 429, let's say. Or are you paying 799 for Apple Watch Pro or even 999? Yeah, the thing that I've always loved about the Apple Watch is that you're regardless of which case material you get, you're getting the yeah. same experience. It's the same hardware and the same software and the same features and everything. And so I feel like if this pro model comes out, it's the first year where that won't be the case. And the pro model yeah. is going to, if the pro model were just a different material, then that would be the easiest decision in the world to say, no, I'm not going to spend extra. I've never spent extra well, okay, this is the first Apple Watch that I've really owned. I had the original Apple Watch for like a week and then I returned it. Yeah. But in both cases, in yes, in both cases I always got the the least expensive uh case material. And mm. and I would continue to do so for this one. But now, you know, if there's going to be a different design, maybe not different features, but at least like a different design, then that's something that's not strictly the case material that I'd have to think about at that point. So I guess maybe a little bit, I don't know if disappointing is the right word. I guess it was just always nice that you could buy the base model and it would be just as good. But I guess it makes sense for Apple to give more reason to buy the nicer one than just, oh, it's a different case material. So it makes sense on their part. But I honestly don't know. I'd have to see uh, what's in it. But I'm not going to say no. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going into this I'm the basically the way that I'm doing this is I'm just going in mentally prepared to spend a thousand dollars on an Apple Watch because mm. I get so 
like, look, I like to keep it real with you guys, and I like to give it to you straight and, and try to cut through the fat and just say, like, look, do you need this? Look, do you need glue for that wall panel? Yes, you do. Absolutely. I'm going to give it to you straight, you know? But when it comes to me personally, oh, no. I'm the biggest sucker there is, guys. <laughs> I fully admit, when Apple does some shit, I'll be like, God damn it. That's stupid. I'm still going to buy it. I'm still <laughs> buying I know. I just know that about myself. It's dumb. It's not smart. The, the thing I will say. I have weaned myself off of paying for storage in Macs. That was something that I used to do. I used to be like, oh, I want to upgrade the storage. And now I don't. I, I have a NAS. I have 20 terabytes on my Wi-Fi network. I have 48 terabytes connected over Thunderbolt to my system. I have weaned myself off of Apple's storage prices and with Apple Silicon RAM as well. I'm not getting suckered into that anymore. But... If there is a more powerful internal component, a larger screen, or a single extra feature, I always fall for it. I'm literally a perfect patsy. Tim Cook sits there. He's like, oh, yeah, just give it like one extra camera and Luke will buy it for no. He won't even use it. I'm like, I know it. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat, believe me. I mean, you can take one look at my MacBook Pro, the maxed out MacBook Pro. I did the same thing. Know. I know, and you take one look at that and you know. And maybe you can justify it more than I can, but but even still. I don't even uh, edit on it. Yeah. I don't even edit videos on it. I go on fucking Safari and that's it. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I I I feel that. It's just I don't know. In my case, like the way I've like my philosophy and maybe I've said it on the show before is if I'm getting something uh that's like cheap or something that I don't care as much about, I'll just get like a cheap one. I'll find like a like a cheap one that works and it's whatever. But if I'm going to be paying money for something, like paying good money for something, then I want something good and I want to get the best one. And all the like nice uh electronics and like the nice things I have a lot of them are like the best ones or, or they're more expensive because that's yeah. just, if I'm going to be spending money, I'll spend a bit more to, to get the best one. That's my philosophy. Absolutely. Uh, I do that too. And this is the, the reason that I'm so torn over the Apple watch is that as people are pointing out, they're like, Luke, you, you have, you have to buy max because it's your job. So that honestly is, it enables me. You know, I in the past, I would sit there wanting to buy the latest and greatest. Now I do because I cover it. And that is great because it justifies it. However, in the case of the Apple Watch, someone here pointed out, yeah, you'll get $1,000 worth of revenue from the channel covering the watch. I don't even know if I'm gonna. I, I have made videos that discussed an Apple Watch. They weren't even about it. I literally just had a video where it's like an ecosystem, like an Apple ecosystem setup, and one of them was an Apple Watch, and people skipped over it. Like you can go through the view duration, and people are like, "Oh yeah, we're watching this. We're watching this. Ooh, Apple Watch. Ooh, it's. Oh, and now we're back. Okay, we're watching the rest." <laughs> like, I do. I do not think, legitimately, 
that I would be able to recoup the cost of the Apple Watch on a video about it. There's, there's just no, uh, people don't come to me for that. And I honestly legitimately despise making Apple Watch content because have you ever tried to shoot B-roll for an Apple Watch? Mm. It sucks. It's always turning off or making you put in your passcode or it's on your wrist. And there's like not that many cool and creative shots that you can do. And if you want to do a shot where you're using it, then you have to like stand with your like face against the camera and hold your arm out and keep it still so that it doesn't fall out of the shot. And then you're using it and your finger covers up everything on the screen and it's miserable. So I'm probably not going to make a video on the Apple Watch, which means there's no reason that I should spend $1,000 on it. So I guess it just comes down to will Apple get me? Yeah, I'm I I have a feeling that they might get me if if we're seeing mm. that design the the rumored uh Series 7 design uh that that we obviously didn't get with the Series 7, if we're seeing that with the Pro model, you know, maybe that would even be enough. Uh if we're we're seeing, you know, maybe something else even maybe, you know, there's the rumors of the uh the satellite connectivity. You know, you can argue about how useful it is, but you know, it's not the worst thing in the world to have in case of an emergency, especially if I don't have the iPhone 14, have it on the Apple Watch. You know, at least I have have something. So we'll see if that's pro only or if that comes to the regular ones as well. Uh, but I don't know. I am very, very curious because the Apple Watch is the one that I'm almost certainly going to get. Um, I mean, I'm going to get it. So I'm very, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited for that, uh, <sighs> for that one. I'm excited for all of them, but especially ones when I know I'm going to, I'm going to get it. Yeah, I mean it's 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 tough because like I just looked it up right now and it's not it's things are not looking good for us Noah. I was like, "Oh, maybe it'll only be 800 only," right? Yeah. <laughs> um so here's the problem. Apple I don't know. They're trying to make the watch into a fashion thing. And honestly, I'm a little surprised that they haven't stopped doing this yet because we just spent the last couple of minutes talking about how we're suckers and Apple almost always gets us with, you know, their cool, shiny, fancy stuff. Mm -hmm. However, I just looked it up right now. With the Series 7, if you go for a 45-millimeter space black titanium case with space black link bracelet... Apple will go ahead and accept 1,249 of your dollars for that, wow. which is absolutely eye-watering. Now, are there people that do this? Yes, sure, a few. But the vast majority of us have no interest in spending extra on the case materials. Like, as much of a sucker as I am... Even Apple can't suck me in with their stupid case materials. Because I'm like, bro, it's you put an extra like $2 worth of stainless steel in it, and now it's $700. I don't care about that. I, I, will, I would have always and will always buy the cheapest material. I will not pay for material. I will pay for a different design, display, or feature set. And so that is going to be the determining factor. If there is any 
amount of design or feature or aesthetic changes apart from that material, they're probably going to get me. And I think maybe that's why they're doing this, right? They probably realized that nobody gives a crap about their stupid titanium case when all the features are the same. So if they just change a couple little things and call it the Pro, all of a sudden, Noah, you and me, we're sucked in. Yeah, that that's kind of what I was saying before. That's exactly what it is. When it's just the case material, it's so easy to pass it up. But as soon as you do anything else and you make it a different product or a different name or a different tier, yeah, uh, you know, then you know, there you go. You got you got a bunch more people that you wouldn't have got. So it's very very smart for Apple. Not as great for us, but uh, it yeah. is yes. It's kind of a shame that you know when you spend this extra money, some of you know you're getting some extra features, but you know that most of that extra is because it's a nicer uh, case material or a different case material. I guess it's nicer, but you know I'm perfectly happy with the aluminum or whatever this current one is. So you know that a lot of the money is because of that, but you don't have a choice at that point, and and that's that's how they get you. That's how they get you. So I got to say, here's what I'm thinking. I think what they're going to do is, okay, here's my hypothesis. I'm on the Apple configurator right now. Let me go ahead and, and pull this up. Okay. So the least expensive configuration is the solo loop and the sport band. Uh, so we're looking here at the titanium Apple Watch case, right? So that's 850, which means you pay a premium of God, it's 420 dollars. So first of all, dank. Uh, nice, nice going on that one. You pay an extra 420 dollars for that case. So here would be my hypothesis for the Series 8 Pro. I think it'll be a similar situation, right? If you configure it here with these uh, normal people Apple Watch bands, it'll be probably $950. That's going to be my guess. $100 price increase. It'll be made out of titanium, but they'll have that flat display, uh, which will probably have a slightly different shape to the top of the uh, watch casing. Like, it probably won't go as rounded. It'll have, like, a flatter side or something, but enough so that it keeps the side of the Apple Watch bands to sit flush. And it'll have a slightly larger display just because they'll push the the panel closer to the edges by flattening the display. So it'll probably be 46 millimeters instead of 45 and then maybe they'll have like an extra sensor or additional IP rating for waterproofing or a couple of like those little things that would make it either more luxurious or more sporty, sport oriented. And that'll be either 950 or if you go for one of the other bands here, it'll be an even thousand. That's mm -hmm. what I'm thinking. What do you guys think of my hypothesis? I think that's a pretty fair hypothesis and I will be curious to see what they offer in terms of uh, different materials. Like if we're, you know, if we're saying the titanium one uh, is going to be for the pro model, is there still going to be a titanium regular one or is the regular one oh, just yeah. going to be aluminum? 
I would think no. I think I I okay. I think it makes the most sense uh, for Apple to stop offering the really high end case materials on the regular one, and basically use this new pro uh, category as a way to get people like us who were suckers to get those higher end case materials by throwing a couple of features and a little bit of a different look your way. And then all of a sudden, boom, I'm locked in. Like, I just know if it is a 46 millimeter with a flat display that looks different, I'm going to buy it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. And I know that. I agree. And I think that if they, if they do, uh, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense for them to put the, you know, keep the aluminum case, the one that they have right now for the base model, and then everything above that. Because the titanium is the next level, right, after the aluminum? Yes. So I feel like titanium... No, stainless and, steel first. Oh, stainless steel. So, okay, maybe maybe they'll keep stainless steel on the lower one, and then titanium and above. So. so you'd have two options for the lower one, and then you'd have uh, titanium. And is there still, like, ceramic or another option that's even higher? No, they got rid of that after the Series 4, I think. Or three? I don't know. I can't okay. remember how much the ceramic one cost. But that was the last... That was Apple Watch Edition. So they, mm. they killed off Edition because... Like, okay. When the Apple Watch launched, it was essentially designed to be a replacement for... They, they went after the really high-end watch market because, like, there's, like, this whole community which I have never even dreamed about, that is, you know, $20,000, dollars $50,000 watches. There is a market for that. And so Apple thought, okay, hey, not only are we going to go after the smartwatch, activity tracker, Fitbit type of market, we're also going to go after the luxury market. And so the original Apple Watch edition, if you remember, being seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars, was designed to undercut the entry level Rolex. And so the goal with that was like, look at that. You are a luxury watch buyer. We are gonna make this luxury gold watch that is more functional than your Rolex and is also a little bit less expensive. And they thought that they, they were like, this is, this is great. What could go wrong? But as it turned out, they completely missed what the luxury watch space is all about, which is not features. It's about craftsmanship. It's about quality. It's, let's be honest, it's about status and showing off. And if you bought that gold Apple watch, you didn't look like you were wearing an expensive watch, like if you were wearing a Rolex around. You looked like you just, you looked like a douchey Apple Watch owner, basically. And so they did not sell that well. They very quickly went away. The Apple Watch Edition then became that ceramic casing. Again, just a difference of material. But they were like, okay, let's let's go for like the people that'll buy a thousand dollar watch for luxury purposes still didn't work kill off edition and now we get titanium and it's still not working there's still not that many people that are willing to spend that just for a different case material so now i think apple is finally coming to their senses and saying okay 
if we're going to get people to spend big bucks on an Apple Watch, we need features. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. It's uh, it's just, you know, it makes a lot of sense from Apple's side to go with that pro name. It's what they do on all of their other products. You know, they have you know, the regular version and the pro version. And the pro version generally has nicer... Well, I guess in the case of the iPhone, you know, there's different materials in the pro version uh, than in the regular version. And, and so the Apple Watch is, you know, kind of doing the same thing. And it has the pro name and it costs more and it'll have something else to, to differentiate it. So I, I agree that it's the right move for them. And I have an Apple Watch-related question for you, Luke. Yeah, go for uh, it. And this question is, so already the Series 7 uh, screen is bigger than the one that we have, and I'm looking forward to that. And now with the Apple Watch, uh, you know, this Pro model that has a different, you know, flat screen, maybe the screen will be even bigger, maybe it'll look bigger, I don't know. Maybe the, the, the case will be bigger. So my question is, mm. would you consider getting the smaller sized Apple watch, which is now bigger than it used to be, or are you definitely going to get the same size, which is now actually bigger than it was before? And I think now, I know your answer. That's a really good question. Yeah. I think, I think I'm always going to get the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I think that's I've basically figured. just the way that I roll. Uh, I, I, I've stopped really doing that with the MacBook because I used to be MacBook primary and now I'm desktop primary. So on a desktop, I will absolutely take the large screen. The only reason I don't have a Pro Display XDR is because I'm pretty sure it's going to get replaced this year and it's way too expensive. Mm -hmm. But I will always pick the largest desktop monitor that I can find. Same with TV. Big is best. Everything. In all things. But... With the MacBook, I'm no longer doing that because now I think, honestly, portability is is key. I've been using the 14-inch and the new MacBook Air way more than my 16-inch because it's just so big. But with the Apple Watch, I think I would I would definitely, you know, if it's a 46-millimeter, they're saying that the case size won't be physically larger, and that's the best of both worlds for me, right? Like, if I can have a bigger screen in the same size footprint, I'm always going to take that. Yeah, that's fair. And I do think for me, like I have no issues with the current with the size of the the larger series 5, what is it, 45 millimeter uh series yeah. 5. So I have no I have no issues with that. Um uh but I don't know. I would at least for me personally, I would at least consider. I'll probably end up getting the bigger one, and if I have to, you know, pre-order one of them, I'd probably pre-order the bigger one. But I would just yep. be curious to see how the smaller size and you know who knows for the pro model are there going to be uh you know what are the screen sizes going to look like for the regular versus the pro are they going to have you know the smaller and the larger is it going to be different you know that's a whole other thing but i would consider mm. if there were a smaller size pro i would at least consider it i'm not saying i would get it but i would think about it because the screen the apple watch screen has been getting bigger and bigger year over year where in the very beginning it was obvious that i was going to get the biggest one but now you know, it's getting to the point where I would at least consider getting the smaller one. Now, there is one, there is one little caveat that we should talk about here. Okay. And that is what Sonny Dixon brought up here. What about the Hermes Apple Watch? 
Because here's the thing. Perhaps somewhat counterintuitively, uh, you would imagine that the fanciest Apple Watch would use the fanciest material, but you actually cannot get an Hermes Titanium Apple Watch. Hmm. Which is weird. Because, I mean, I guess that the the major thing that you're paying for when you get the Hermes one is you get special watch faces that say Hermes on it. Um, I think it says... I think the case has different engraving as well, and it's of course the band. That's mm-hmm. the main the main thing. But it is weird that you can't get the titanium case. Like, what's up with that? Yeah, that is not what I would expect. And I wonder right? if we'll see, you know, if there's going to be a pro model of the Apple Watch, you know, an Apple Watch Pro. I feel like it would make sense for the. Hermes to just be like a flavor of that so you get like you know there's a regular pro and that like would there be a regular Hermes and a pro Hermes or would it just be I feel like it would just be the pro one because then it's the best material and it's the pro level and then you pay extra to get it with the Hermes band and you know whatever watch faces and stuff so I don't know we'll see where that ends up and then the Nike too where's the Nike going to end up is that going to be just on the base ones or if this uh, Apple Watch Pro, Apple Watch Explorer, if if they're going to go for, like, a rugged... There were rumors about, like, a rugged, like, sports exercise route. And if they were going to go down that route, would you expect the Nike one to be, like, a, a fancier one? Or would you just still expect it to be a, a regular one? So, it's, it'll be interesting. Mm. Gosh, interesting questions here. It's... Ugh, I don't know. But you know what's actually a very interesting question, Noah, is... Is that last wall panel going to make it? Because we've been talking through a couple of tumbling, rumbling, tumbling wall panels over here. You know, it looks fine to me, but looks can be deceiving, I suppose. So I would not be surprised if it falls. It It is interesting because I think if you actually went back and tracked... Uh, on all the episodes that we've done here, I think you would find that the the one that falls the least or perhaps that falls the last is most often the middle one right by your head. Yes, which is a good thing because it has hit me in the head before. Uh, sometimes yeah. when it falls, it hits me in the head. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but, yeah, I think you're right. This one is always, like, the last to fall or sometimes it doesn't fall. So there's something about mm. that spot. And it's not the wall panel because I just pick them up and put them wherever. But there's something about that spot that is, uh, it just, it knows interesting. You know, not to hit me. It's more the wall than the panel, you mean? Mm. I could see it. I could see it being the wall. I could see it being, you know, the panels are saying like, you know, we're going to be annoying. We're going to fall off the wall. But, you know, whoever is in this place this week, you know, if you fall off and hit him in the head, he's going to get mad and maybe he won't put us up next week. So they're just kind of saying whoever ends up here. You know, try not to fall off. The other ones are like, ah, oh, we're going to fall off and, and make a make a whole mess. That's what That's I think. That's fair. Your wall is a disgusting mess. I mean, here, let me widen the shot here so everyone oh, can see this. Oh, you don't need to do like that. That's fine. There's, chaos. There's, you, don't need to, you don't need to look at, at all of this. Nothing to see here. No, no. Nothing to see here. Uh, there yeah, we go. Now better. they can't see it all. Much better. <laughs> uh, oh, dearie me. What in the world... Uh, oh, yeah, we got to talk about apparently AirPods Pro 2 are coming out. That was a super late breaking leak. What 
Yeah, that I did. I did see that. So definitely something to talk about. I will be very interested to see what they do because I use my AirPods every day for multiple hours a day. I absolutely love them, but I just got them replaced under a quality program in like April. So I have fresh uh, batteries mm. and fresh uh, buds. So that's not a reason for me to replace them. I will be very curious to see what they do, uh, you know, with these new ones, if it'll be worth upgrading. That is an interesting point. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm sort of going through in my mind and tallying up all of the, the stuff that I'm going to need to get from this event. Because, of course, you know, whenever I know there's an event coming up, I start saving up. Because Apple events are very expensive when you're in my line of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Mac Studio event in particular, I'm sure you guys know, uh, I was able to resell some of that stuff. So I didn't end up, you know keeping all $15,000 worth of Mac Studios that I bought, but still, I mean, you don't exactly call dropping 5K on one of those things, you know, cheap. Yeah. But if I'm going through... If I'm going through uh, the, the list in my mind here, I think what we've got here is, obviously, I'm going to pick up the 14 Pro Max. I think I'm going to have to pick up an additional iPhone this cycle to make videos on, not to keep long term. Uh, I've done that in the past where I've bought two and kept two, and I've, I honestly just don't think it's worth it in the long run. So I'll probably buy, buy a second iPhone film a couple videos on it, get B-roll of it so I have that in my catalog and then just sell it $100 off discount, fire sale, get rid of it. Uh, So I'm going to long term, I'm going to keep one iPhone, obviously. Definitely Apple Watch. And I'm not going to lie, Noah, it's been three years since I've bought my Apple Watch. I'm not afraid to get a little bougie with it this year if it's worth it. So we've got that. It's going to be a thou- it's going to be probably oh god. I'm realistically it's going to be like 1100 for the Apple Watch and probably 1100, maybe even 1200 for the iPhone. So we're already at like 2300. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting AirPods. I I don't think anyone would really want to see me review AirPods. Uh I don't really use my AirPods all that often anymore because I'm not like out and about in meetings, in class and stuff. So I'm fine with my current AirPods Pro. Not going to get those. If there's a new iPad, I'll definitely get that. So that might be another 400 or 500 depending on what they do. So I'm hoping to keep this event under 2500 bucks all in. That's my goal. God, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot, but uh, I guess it it could be worse, and I should say it has been worse uh, in the past. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it will be worse in the future. So don't worry about that either. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, because then we got October, and there's gonna be more Max. Oh God, I gotta thin out the crop here. Like, I gotta get rid of some of these things. Might do a little Twitter fire sale. 
I've never really sold stuff on Twitter, but you know, as long as people don't like scam me, I feel like it's like what if I just make people use Zelle and then they know that I'm not gonna screw them over because like why would I do that? Just offload some of the older stuff. I might do that honestly. Yeah, get, I've get some seen of this people, out of here. I've seen people do it. I think you could you could definitely do it. But yeah, make some room for the new stuff. Get a little bit of money for the new stuff. Not too bad. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, look at this. This comment is apt. I need to do some tech housekeeping. And now, Noah, you're going to need to do some housekeeping. Cleaning up all these wall panels. Yes, because... Uh, and we before we go, we need to talk about uh, about our stream on Tuesday. But the last thing I'll say is this might be... You know, depending, I'm not going to say definitely, but this might be one event where we spend uh, around the same because, I, you know, Apple Watch Pro, I could definitely see myself getting the iPhone, maybe. And that would obviously be a big one if I if I did get it, but, but maybe. AirPods, again, maybe if we're seeing, you know, some sort of improvements to sound quality or some other things, maybe that would be enough because I do use mine every day. So this could be, you know, a, a time where we both spend uh, quite a bit of money. But, uh, but what if we we'll get, see what Apple does. What if we get Hermes Apple Watch? <laughs> uh, do you think they'll do an Apple Watch Pro Hermes? How much? How much? How expensive can you make this thing? Uh, twelve okay. seventy nine. That's nothing. Well, wait, but then I I get I bet it goes higher than that. If we keep going into like the leather ones here, okay, twelve ninety nine. What about these? Fourteen ninety nine. Does it go higher? No, twelve ninety nine. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, what do you think, Noah? Add another <laughs> like two hundred onto this. Would you spend seventeen hundred dollars on an Apple Watch? No, I will say when you said <laughs> straight up no, and I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna uh, go with go go more into that. But I will say, yeah, uh, that you know you were talking about you know oh you could get a little more bougie with your Apple Watch this year, and I agree because when I got the Series Five, I wasn't even sure if I was gonna keep it because I wasn't sure if I was gonna use it or like it or whatever. And you know at this point, I wear mine. I'd say like twenty three seven. I wear it to bed. Mm. I wear it you know all day. I track my workouts, whatever. So now I definitely know that I like my Apple Watch. And so, you know, that could be a reason. If I if this was my first Apple Watch and the Pro came out, you know, maybe I would still get it, but I would be definitely more hesitant. Whereas now I know that I like my Apple Watch, so I'm a little bit less hesitant. So I agree with you uh, in, in that regard. Exactly. I'm the same way. I, I was – and actually, you know, I haven't even considered that I'll be able to sell my Series 5. Let's go on eBay here. So, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you, Noah. This looks really hot. This like the 45 millimeter stainless steel case with oh god, Favberania single tour deployment buckle. I know it's fifteen hundred dollars. Maybe I would. Maybe I would like get one with like this. I'm a big fan of like cognac brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the watch band. Mm. 
twelve ninety nine though is ridiculous. But like, if it's already gonna be a thousand dollars, you might as well just spend a little extra and just go full bougie. You know, it's been three years since I've bought one. It's it'll be three years before I buy another one, and let's see how much we can get for our series fives. We'll go ahead and do Apple Watch series five. I'm mostly joking about the Hermes thing. I would not pay retail price for that. Um, 44 millimeter. Okay, these are all like garbage listings here, but okay. 300. Uh, okay, 150. God, that's actually a pretty decent price. I mean, it's hard to argue with less than $200 for a Series 5 Apple Watch. Like, honestly, it, apart from the battery life, there's not. I don't really have a problem with it. Yeah. So I guess I guess we'll be able to let's let's call it like a hundred dollar discount that we'll be able to get. Yeah, that's uh, you know when you get into Apple Watch Pro prices, it's not as big of a of a discount, I guess you could say. But you know we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what Apple does. I'm very curious, and we should before we go uh, talk about uh, our plan. Oh yes, yeah. So. I believe it's the week after. Uh, do 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 do. What is? Yes, the week after. No, two weeks after, uh, the launch, of the new iPhones. So that's, the new iPhones. We're pretty sure coming out on September sixteenth. Mm-hmm. So, that weekend, seventeenth, eighteenth. So we'll we'll be here. We'll be regular show next Sunday. That'll be in between event and launch lot to talk about next week of course mm-hmm. then there's going to be the week after that where we're going to be talking about the new stuff that we've got like the new apple watch whatever we end up getting uh new iphones that'll be a big week and then the week after that i guess is just a normal show but then the week after that october 2nd <laughs> <laughs> yes. October 2nd is going to be a banger because we will be doing an in-person podcast episode. I'm going to California. We're both going to be on Noah Cam in-person episode. I'm really That's hyped right. for that. And honestly, at that point, we could be talking, we could be staring down the barrel of another Apple event by that point, Noah. That's true. Yeah, October event. Damn, we got some straight bangers coming up for you guys. So I hope that you guys will stick with us. A lot of exciting stuff coming up. But you know what's coming up before all of that? Well, even before... Well, I know what's coming up before even this. But there is the live stream on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I (laughs) I forgot about that. Yes. Yes, so... Yes, you know, we're on the same page now. I got you. Okay, so if you're watching right now, then that means you like to tune in to watch Noah and I talk about stuff. So that means you will love coming back right here on the channel in three days' time, one hour before the Apple event, which is when we are going to start streaming. So it's not going to be long. Set Set your clocks, people. We are going live here same exact format 
right before the Apple event and we'll be streaming simultaneously while the Apple event happens. Now, of course, as you guys probably know, we are unable to embed Apple stream in our stream because if that does happen, Tim Cook will personally come over here and give me a spanking. So that's not going to happen. But we will be giving you guys cues so you can sync it up or sometimes people will leave, go watch the event and come back when we uh, give our reactions right after the event. But either way, it should be a lot of fun and we hope to see every single person there. Yes, and you joke about Tim Cook spanking you, but when you come to California, you will be within spanking distance of Tim Cook. So you definitely want to be true. careful. That's true. I got to be careful. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, a very good point. But yes, we will be uh, on Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern. I believe it's one hour before the Apple event. Uh, and we will be live an hour before the Apple event. We'll be making the Apple event uh, bingo board like we do uh, every, uh, every Apple event. And, uh, and then we'll be you know, discussing the event as it's happening, um, which you can, you can listen to us you know, while it's playing uh, in a separate tab. And then at the end, we'll come back to collect our thoughts and, and, uh, and discuss everything that happened. So we're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to the live uh, in-person, I should say, in-person show in a couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, lots of exciting things uh, that are coming up. And do you know what else is an exciting thing that is coming up, Luke? Oh, yeah. Wednesday. I think we said Tuesday at some point. Everyone's yelling at us that it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday? Yeah. Okay, yes, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm used <laughs> to, like, aren't they usually on Tuesdays or, like, a lot of times they are on Tuesdays? They are, yes. Yes. It's it weird keeps, that it's not. It's that and, and Labor Day because I don't have work tomorrow. It's those two things are throwing me off here. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank you. Wednesday, Friends Day. Yes. Instead of Sunday, Fun Day, which it currently is. Wednesday, Friends Day. But you know what's not on Wednesday? What's what's not on Wednesday? Us concluding this episode of the podcast. You don't have to wait three days for that because it's happening right now, people. Whoa! This has been this has been dark mode. I've been your host, Luke Miani, and I've been your host, Noah Rubin. We will see you soon for the Apple event. Have a great night. Yeehaw! Take care. <laughs>